Hello and welcome to Saying As It Is, a podcast aimed at raising awareness of underrepresented groups and challenge the barriers and perceptions today and not tomorrow. I'm joined today with Arvin Koshal. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and I'm your host, Gina Patel. Uh, Arvin, um, can you just tell everyone a bit about yourself and perhaps share an interesting fact? <laughs> okay. Um, I'm Arvin Koshal, as you've as mentioned before. And on June 4th, 2015, I rolled my car on the Ring Road in Coventry with my mum in it. We both got taken to hospital for full body MRIs. And uh, and mum has a fractured back and I have six brain tumours. Okay. After my radiotherapy, I had a fluid blockage in my brain. And I had to be hospital for 10 days to fix me again to the steroids. Wow. And which get which caused massive weight gain. This okay. time, This time, eight years ago, I weighed 114 kilos. Now, wow. I, now I only weigh 60. Okay. That's interesting. Thank you. So today I'm going to talk to you about International Men's Day. What does the day itself mean to you? It means a lot to me, actually, because as I've mentioned before, with six brain tumors, you go through a field of emotions. I went through, no, I was, I was, I was it wasn't, obviously, you can't be instead of being that diagnosis, but you, you know, but uh, he, I went through depression and went through anxiety. All sorts of emotions, yeah. So, yeah, it means a lot to me. Thank you. Um, so, the theme this year for International Men's Day is zero male suicide. And as part of my preparation, I carried out some research on the male suicide rates. So, before I ask you my question, yeah. according to the Office of National Statistics, Every week, 115 people die by suicide. But 35% of deaths are male. In fact, men aged between 45 and 59 have the highest suicide rate and is the second biggest cause of death for young males. Every day, 12 men lose their lives to suicide and the rate is 3% higher than women. Do these facts shock you at all? And if yes. so, why? Yes, they do. Because you think you think men at that around that age will be settled into the life scheme of the of the trail path, and it. You think okay, you settled down, you had a family, you got a full time job, you got kids, you got you got responsibilities now. You think, but by, by that age, you 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 kind of on your on your high, I don't want to say high horse, but you know, on the on the steady path. Okay, thank you. Um. So now I'm going to talk about mental health in a bit more detail, as I think to do with often pride, men struggle to talk about their feelings and often bottle things up, and yet mental health can affect anyone, no matter their sex. In your opinion, why do you think men struggle talking about mental health? I think I think you're right about that. It is male pride. I'm the complete opposite about that. Fortunately, I I I talk to my mum every day. I, I I ask my mum for a hug every day because because for some reason I wake up every morning and I feel like crying. Why is that? If you don't mind me asking, hmm? why do you, why do you what makes you? 
because before my diagnosis, I was a I was, I was a front end web developer, looking looking to buy. I mean, I was I was twenty seven twenty twenty seven when I was diagnosed, and I was I was working full time. I was driving my own car. I was looking to buy a house for myself to rent out as a, as a side as a side hustle, and that all went that all disappeared overnight. Okay, thank you. Um, so now I'm going to talk a bit about the South Asian community, as we both um, belong to the community. As I've already said, men struggle to talk about their mental health. Yet amongst men in our community, it's more of a stigma. What is your opinion of this, and how do you think we can overcome the barrier to get South Asian men talking about the subject more, which could actually potentially save lives? No ghosting. Men, men need to be more open about themselves. They need to you need to drop that whole you know this is my house, my my rules, my pride. Stigmatism, because uh, I I don't know if you know this about me, but um, mental health doing men's mental health day is the nineteenth of November, correct? Yes. And that day is my old best friend's birthday. Okay. We were best friends since nursery. Before my ah. radi- before my radiotherapy, I I saw I saw and met up with him. I told <laughs> him about diagnosis, and that was the last time he spoke to me. Wow, that's really interesting. Thank you. So I'm going to talk about a documentary that I recently watched on the BBC from Ronan Kemp. For anyone who doesn't know, he's a radio and TV presenter. On the documentary, he talked to people from all walks of life and at various ages. From memory, Ronan interviewed two groups of young men that admitted they didn't really talk about their mental health amongst their friendships, until they lost a friend to suicide themselves. As we've already said, men hide their mental health because they act like it's okay, and no one really realises it until it's too late. Often, when men get asked how they are, it's an I'm okay response, when really they're not really okay, but they just don't want to talk about it. So, talking about your friendships and one's family, do you talk about mental health often, and would you be able to spot the signs of someone in your friends not being okay in particular? And if met, they, did you know what they were? Oh, I, I, I wouldn't. I'm not sure about friendships because, unfortunately, I, I don't have many friends that live locally anymore. They're all moved away or started families and having kids and all that. But um. In in my own mental health case, I like as I mentioned before, I I talk to mum every day about my mental health. I said I feel like crying every day. Okay, so do you know any men at all who may have committed suicide? No. Okay. I was close though. Do you are you comfortable talking about that a bit more or? It, as, yeah, as I mentioned before, I had a food blockage in my brain. Uh, you know, when you uh, after uh, my mind went out the window those ten days, and my mum said she I couldn't recognise anybody. My mum said she was my nurse, and she stayed with me the whole ten days in hospital. When I woke up, I just realised, looked at my body, and realised, wow, I've grown a lot, haven't I? That's when I thought, you know, what's, what's the point of living anymore? 
But then, then one night, my mum said to me, said, look, look, Arvin, you're going to get through this. You've been through the worst of it now. You just, you just got to trail on like you have been, or like you have been all your, all your life. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to talk about now is asking for your opinion on advice on men who, well, anyone in general, and particularly men in this case, who would struggle talking about the subject within their circle. What advice would you give to them? Don't ghost anybody. Talk to someone. And have a hug. I think the hug's for the best thing you offer anybody. Either hug a person, hug a pet, or hug a tree. They say hugging trees is a good thing for mental health as well. Yes. So do what makes you happy. If you know, if singing makes you happy, be sing. Because I, 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 I haven't mentioned before, but uh, I, I played ukulele. Okay. And uh, I started playing back in 2012. And I stopped playing when I was diagnosed. I started playing again in 2017. After, after I went to, went to, went to my first brain tumor to fought me up. And I met someone called Sam. And she says, you need to sing. I only sing when playing ukulele. So yeah, if, you know, if, that, 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 if singing makes you happy, then do that. If, if, uh, if eating or cooking makes you happy, then do that. Just, just do something that makes you happy. Just go for a walk. Yes, I think they often say walking can help clear the air and yeah. make you feel better overall. Something I do personally often. Mm. So now I would like to ask, what advice would you give to a man who maybe strong who? Sorry, what advice would you give to men who? Let me start that again. So talking about if you were someone who were feeling suicidal. How do you think is the best way to approach the topic? What would you like from society that perhaps would help within you or any other um, male, any men that are struggling out there? No ghosting. Don't don't avoid anybody. If someone's struggling, talk to them. If you, you if the obviously, I know it's hard to tell if someone is obviously struggling, but you know if. Uh, if the the signs are there, if you pay attention, like when I was diagnosed, I didn't go on Facebook for over a year. My first Facebook post after a year was a, uh, and uh, this time this this time this last year, I I was diagnosed six brain tumors. Now I've got a fatty liver. Okay. So, so someone's, someone's not someone's not online or just just being to themselves. Just talk to them. Yes, because I think we all need to. I think just going back to what you said about no one really knows unless you say something you know talking does often help I believe anyway so my final thing I just wanted to talk to you about is what are three things that you'd like my listeners to take away from my interview today no ghosting pick up the phone have a walk go for go, have a hug thank you um, thank you, Arvin. Arvin. Sorry, I have this thing about struggling to pronounce people's names. Um, thank you uh, for your time today. It is very much appreciated. And to everyone listening, you're not alone. 
and I will be back next time with my next episode. So thank you.